0: Hey guys, welcome to Espresso Thoughts. I'm Raquel.
1: And I'm Andrew, her co-host.
0: Yeah, so it's Sunday morning and we are ready to bring you another episode. Yes. Yes. Are you sitting close enough?
1: I hope I am. Okay,
0: you always project so much better than me, so I never know, you know.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think that's just part of being a being a guy is we really? just get a little more I mean loud. I
0: I can project but I don't know if it sounds very good or I your project
1: it's just so much more soft and
0: feminine yes anyway <laughs> well how's it going guys have you been listening it's okay awkward silence I know you probably haven't but <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta listen um anyway uh, yeah, we're excited to be here with you. It's been a long week. Um, long night, yeah.
1: <laughs> and what happened last um, night?
0: I had a horrible migraine, and I was throwing up. It was not fun. But you know what? I'm here, and I am ready to, to have a, you know, make it uh,
1: Have a good day. Yeah, ours. I'm
0: ready to be on the other side of the home, yeah. so... <laughs>
1: Is there anything special you're sipping on right now at all?
0: Um, I
1: know we haven't talked about our drinks uh, in a while.
0: Yeah, you know, this morning we're having coffee. We're not having tea. Normally we have tea and we record in the afternoon, but... It was a long
1: night last night. We're having
0: coffee (laughs) and we are going to record in the morning, so it's pretty cool. This is our first Sunday we've had off together in, like, weeks. We haven't had a day off together in weeks, so... You know, you guys are pretty special to us if we're going to spend it talking to you. Yeah,
1: very important. Yep.
0: So, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, you know, our podcast is titled Espresso Thoughts.
0: Which is cheesy as all get out. And the reason it's titled that is because we just couldn't come up with anything better. <laughs>
1: there are just so many podcasts with so many different names. It's... Yeah,
0: and no, you know what? No one had espresso thoughts, so we went with it.
1: Yeah, but I thought it would be kind of fun for our listeners to figure out, since you're a barista, what the life of a barista is like. Because I know a lot of our listeners and a lot of people in general go get coffee on a daily or weekly basis and I thought maybe you could kind of provide us some insight as to what it's like making the coffee for us.
0: Got it. Well should we start out with a little game?
1: Yeah let's do that first.
0: Okay sounds good. So this is a word association okay. game. So I'm going to say one word and you have to say the first thing that comes to mind.
1: i so bad at You these. have
0: to just say the first Thing pops into okay. your mind. You can't think. Is it appropriate? Yeah. Is it does it make sense? You just gotta say out loud the first thing that comes to okay. mind. Okay. And you know when I say something, something's gonna come to your mind. You just gotta say yep. it. Okay. You can't filter yourself or this game doesn't work. Yeah. You All just right. gotta say the first I'm... thing that comes to mind. Don't don't You're try to scare
1: make... me that something's good and bad no, just gonna. No, don't be try to make up. it clever. <laughs>
0: don't try to make it clever. Don't try to make it appropriate. Okay. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Clear your thoughts. Make your mind blank, and then I'll start.
1: Clean slate. Clean slate.
0: Just think of like a color. Think of black. Picture the color black, so that your mind is just kind of blank. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Weekend. Fun. Ice cream. Cold. Marriage. Love. Popcorn. Crunchy. Breeze. Cold. School. Lame. Doctors. Awesome. Cake.
1: One. Was I gonna say warm or one or something?
0: You can say more than one word. Okay. If a specific thing came to mind, you just need to say it. I think Cause it otherwise, yeah. you got to be like really authentic. Okay. This game doesn't work. Yep. Okay. So whatever comes to mind. Okay. Clouds. Puffy. Coffee. Warm. Pink. Color. That the first thing that really came to mind is the word color. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready
1: so much judgment (laughs) date (laughs) love
0: switzerland country marshmallow puffy candlelight fire fur animal fireplace warm high school lame camping gay (laughs) gay cupcake yum big small oh please fuzzy
1: Uh, coat Long Short
0: Vacation Nice Trust Faith Parties
1: Mood Loyalty Friends (laughs) Teamwork (laughs) Friends Hot Warm
0: You use warm to describe a lot of things I do, apparently
1: First thing that comes to mind Spouse. Love. Black. White. Icy. Slippery. Makeup. Cover up. Money. Ooh. Green. Blue. Color.
0: Leggings.
1: <laughs> Yoga.
0: <laughs> Turtles. Cute. <laughs> Crunchy.
1: Captain Crunch. Foam. Ugh, uh, gel. Clean. Nice. Sticky. Gross.
0: Hard. Rock. Slimy. Slime? It's
1: the first
0: thing that comes to mind. (coughs) Slime. Right. Husband. Love. Orange. Oranges. Energy. Running. Cookies. Milk. Annoying, people. Fabulous.
1: Me. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Holiday. Christmas. Italy. Little. Little?
1: Little Italy. We just. Okay. Thirties. Rock. Goals. Life.
0: Balls. Soccer. Tater tot. Dinner. Fresh. Food. Donut. Homemade. Whole. What? Whole
1: <laughs> donut whole
0: or just whole.
1: Oh. Um, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. We're done.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, that was kinda fun.
0: Anyway, fun stuff. Um Well Uh I don't know if it was quite as good as our last game. Kiss Mary Kill, but yeah. you know, if you guys have any suggestions for us, you know. Let us what know. Alright. Well, this podcast is mostly Andrew's gonna run the show because he this was all his idea. So yeah. I'm a victim of his questions. This is like
1: two two podcasts in a row, I just ask him questions.
0: It's kinda like one of those things where if you do it all the time you don't really care to talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's okay, I'm good for it. I'm here for it. It's
1: good. All right. So first thing I wanna know going in is a little bit about the lifestyle. So like lifestyle of the barista. Then I kinda of wanna talk a little about coffee and then kind of what your role is. So just a little outline of what we're gonna be talking about. So the first thing is is well how long have you actually been a barista?
0: Like one year.
1: One year? Mm-hmm. Where did where did you start at? What? Where where did you start baristaing?
0: Um, I started training before we opened up our coffee spot mm-hmm. so i trained stoked okay yeah was that pretty fun uh yeah it was definitely overwhelming when you first start but then you pick it up and you do it every single day and you get really good at it so. you have a good trainer <laughs> yes i did
1: nice that's important i
0: had the best
1: so trainer. is stoked a drive through or their they...
0: organic coffee roaster in hood river and we get our coffee from them
1: okay so yep. sit down coffee place yep so high quality
0: Yep, very good coffee, okay. good people.
1: Awesome. Uh, walk us through, through like the first things you do when you get to work as a barista.
0: Um, you wake up super early in the morning <laughs> if you're on the morning shift. And the first thing I do is I unlock the front door. And I get the drip coffee going. Mm-hmm. I finish cleaning steam wand because it soaks overnight. I count the till. I pretty much get all the everything ready to go the espresso machine ready to go yeah yep
1: turn the lights on
0: get get it going
1: is the barista life hard are there moments where it's like high intensity go 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 Mm,
0: it's not particularly high stress job like a lot of food industry jobs are um i've worked a lot more higher stress jobs before it's pretty low key thing about being a barista is you got to care about what you're doing because, um, so if you're the type of person who cares about what you're doing, you put a lot of care into what you're doing, you probably will make a good barista. Uh-huh. And then the other element is people. Um, understanding people, uh, good customer service skills. Yeah. Being able to help somebody sort of, like, figure out what they want to order. Mm-hmm. Um, just very, like, receptive to people, I think, is a really important thing about being a Good barista.
1: Yeah. Do you find that there's a certain number of coworkers you can have inside the building that you work with that's ideal, or do you work better by yourself instead of the... Uh,
0: it's incre- I mean, if, if I'm working by myself, it's crazy how efficient you can be if you're by yourself because there's no, like, you don't have to communicate with somebody else, so yeah. you know what you're going to do, and it's, like, crazy how efficient you can be, but mm-hmm. you definitely you really do also rely on having that second person there and yeah. if you work well with that person and you've worked a lot together you can just read each other's thoughts and you have a, a system for everything so you don't have to, again it's not a huge struggle to communicate because you just know what each other are going to do totally so yeah
1: cool. awesome do you have many regulars at your coffee stand
0: yep a lot of regulars regulars are the best because you can see them pull up and you can start making their drink yeah. right away so that's awesome do you
1: know their names
0: Yep. <laughs> nice.
1: you know how to spell them? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you prefer prefer short, like, two to four hour shifts, or long six to eight or more?
0: I don't think anybody works a two hour shift.
1: Like, I think sometimes in, like, Dutch Bros, they might throw you on, like, a two or three hour shift.
0: Oh, well, cool. Um, yeah. That makes sense for, like, their budget. Like, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I work... I think my favorite is, like six-hour shift, but yeah. I, it depends. Like, if I know I'm working a 12-hour day, I just get in the mentality of being there all day, and then time passes quick. If you know you're working a short shift, like a five-hour shift or something, mm-hmm. it's almost like the time goes slower, because you're like, oh, my shift's going to be done so quick, you know? Yeah. So.
1: Do you take, like, an iPad or a laptop or something, or do you just walk, do stuff on your phone while you, if you're waiting for customers, or what's your preferred mm. method of kind of killing the time in between?
0: I don't have a lot of time to come when I'm at work these days. Um, If I do have some extra time, I normally bring my laptop so I can get some other stuff done while I'm there. Or, yeah.
1: Nice. Cover a couple different things. Continue to be productive. What is, what are the most cash tips you walked out with in a shift, roughly?
0: Oh, I don't know. Just take a guess. It's probably not as good as what, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember.
1: (laughs) You don't know. That's not that Yeah, if you're
0: really, if you care about what you do and you're really good with customers and you're very likely you're going to get tipped very well. Like for the, if you look at like how much the drink costs that you're selling versus how much they tipped you, it's a very high percentage. Uh So some people are like, pretty much most people always tip you, uh, you know. There are a couple people that are regulars that just don't tip. They don't tip. They're just like so cheap (laughs) and i just think they've never worked at a job where they they
1: tipping one tipping
0: was a thing and so they don't understand it they don't think how like they don't get how much it means the people working when you tip them yeah um and again we're still like super nice to them we love them we love that they come because they are regulars so we'd rather them be regulars and not tip than not come at all yeah totally it's still all great but it's pretty funny um how people most people do tip though and that's very much appreciated yeah
1: have you ever had sometimes
0: people will tip like they'll buy a drink that costs maybe four bucks and they'll tip five bucks or something that happens sometimes or
1: what's the most one person has ever tipped i mean have you ever seen someone drop like a five or ten or twenty dollar bill in there
0: oh yeah we've had people drop twenty dollar bills really (laughs) yeah normally it's rare and i don't we always try to figure out who it is yeah uh you know normally if somebody drops a twenty dollar bill they just really like it's want to like make your day, or it's like they're hitting on somebody who's working. I'm not <laughs> sure which it is, but
1: <laughs> that's funny. Um, do you what's your what's your coworker status like? Are you primarily female? Do you have any male coworkers? Uh, you or? were
0: the only guy working. You crushed it, male. but we don't have any other guys that work for us, but. We've thought about it, but so far we haven't had any that have worked out. I've tried, I tried to hire this one guy when we were first opening, but he ended up getting a job somewhere else. And then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Do you think it would be nice to have a little bit of a balance mm, at all? I or? don't know.
0: I, I know a lot of really incredible guy baristas, mm-hmm. but...
1: Well, the guy who trained for you, right? Some,
0: yeah, but for some reason...
1: It's just not Females as high. Females tend yeah.
0: to dominate, at least. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But most coffee shops I like, go to around here, it's pretty even. Totally. Guy, Guy female, girl ratio. male, um, like barista, it's pretty even. You'll see just as many guys as you do girls running that barista. Yeah. All right. What else do you have?
1: Uh, let's talk a little bit about coffee. So, like, what kind of coffee do you serve, and where do you get it? I know you would mentioned a little bit earlier, but like, what kind of coffee do you get?
0: We get um, organic coffee from Stoked Roasters. Mm-hmm. It's roasted fresh. I think once a week. Do they still roast it once a week? Yep. Everything fresh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, it's great coffee. Um, I think they care a lot about their product, or as as where it comes from, and also um, just like. The quality of how it gets sort of the process from their roasting to when you're actually pulling your shots and making your drinks so again Mm -hmm. they are kind of the people who trained us so why Um, did
1: did you choose organic coffee over other coffee
0: oh it's a no-brainer um i mean i'd say we're dealing with enough environmental toxins and like as far as like pesticides on the food we're eating and everything i think the last thing you want is your morning cup of coffee to just be like to have like pesticides floating in it because a lot of coffee is sprayed and that you're literally drinking like a cup of pesticides if you're drinking (laughs) non-organic coffee Uh, and there's a lot of other interesting things you can research about coffee like um if it's not picked a lot of coffee the process of it being like dried and everything a lot of coffee will actually mold um in the process, which is really bad. So there's a lot of bad coffee out there, I'd say that. Yeah. Um, but so if you're going to drink coffee, like I ain't caring about what the coffee you are drinking will go a long way. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people start their morning with a cup of coffee. So I think making sure it's a quality cup of coffee is really important. Um, yeah, like I said, it's hard enough to sort of uh, decipher and try to avoid... Um, pesticides on your food when you're just going out your daily life Um, yeah I always encourage people to obviously try to eat like organic produce so it's very likely not sprayed Uh Um, or you know there's like the clean 15 dirty dozen there's certain fruits and vegetables that are like really I would not eat them if they're not organic because of uh, so like raspberries for example, they get sprayed very heavily like mm-hmm. raspberries blueberries, things like that and so there's nothing to protect the berries so th- everything's just going right into the fruit so if you're eating non-organic raspberries for example, you're literally getting like a ton of pesticides and you're eating them and so whereas like a watermelon it has a very like hard it has shell a cell, yeah um, but it's like fairly safe to eat a I would say a non-organic watermelon. Yeah. Um, well, same with like avocados. Get back to and a so bit. I, I don't <laughs> know. I do know that like normally non-organic coffee is sprayed. Yeah. A lot. So that's why I encourage people to definitely find organic coffee. And then the other really unique thing about what we do is we also serve organic dairy with all of our coffee. Drinks so organic whole milk, organic skim milk, organic cream, half and half. Mm-hmm. We try to always find organic milk alternatives as well, which is actually much harder than you would imagine. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think there's any coffee shops around here in this area at all. Even in like, even if you go to like Portland or any of the probably that of serves find. organic milk dairy at their coffee shop, everyone's serving organic coffee, but no one's serving offering organic dairy. Um, which why do you think that is? Too bad. Uh, they just don't care. They, yeah, it's, it's like, they're like, oh, we serve organic coffee. It's so great. But, you know, here's your, like, here's your, like, you know.
1: Lucerne or yeah. Safeway brand milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go anyway,
0: ahead. and there's a lot you could go into about dairy and, um, but actually our dairy comes from, um, it's somewhat local to where we're at because I think all the. the Northwest, right? No, it's, I think it's our. the dairy farm is out in Madras, mm. Oregon. So it's really close. Away. It's almost like local. So if you're coming to our coffee shop, you're getting local organic milk in your coffee, which is awesome. Yeah. So if you're going to do dairy, I say, you know, also... If
1: you're going to do organic coffee. Yeah, and we don't need to get into a, in.
0: a conversation about yeah. that either, but... Cool. Yeah.
1: Well, now, I think some people, at least I know before mm-hmm. I had gotten into the coffee Scene is I never knew what the difference between a latte and a cappuccino was. And I want to know what is a latte, what is a cappuccino, and what is the difference between the two so that our our listeners can find out what the difference is when they're looking at what to order.
0: Yes. Um, Real quick, because we're talking about coffee and organic and everything. Um, In California, Mm. they're like covered in coffee shops, like Southern California. Every, there are so many good coffee shops down there and they're all serving organic milk in their coffee shops And mm-hmm. so I was like, it's not like no one's doing it. It's not like it can't be done financially Like yeah. I know it can be done, which is why I wanted us to do it. So again, if you're living in like, California you probably Are used to a lot of the coffee shops serving organic milk. Yeah, and where you're going um but again, if up here in Oregon, Washington, you're probably not gonna find it anywhere. Well, I doubt so,
1: in a California drive throughs yeah. do you actually get organic. Yeah, and I milk. think
0: there are a lot of health conscious people around up where we live and that's great. There's a lot of amazing farmers up here, a lot of people who are pushing people to eat healthier, eat local, support organic farmers and again, we have a lot of great coffee shops, but I think it's a real bummer that none of them are serving milk when it, it's available to us. We can get organic milk here that's even somewhat local. So yeah, I'm glad to be at the forefront of that and hopefully we can see more people doing that in the future.
1: Yeah. So what about the latte and cappuccino question? Latte
0: cappuccino. What's the difference?
1: Well, first, what is a latte?
0: A latte is espresso. Mm-hmm you pull your espresso shot um most places i think pull doubles so it's a double shot of espresso yeah and it's steamed milk and that's what a latte is and normally you have about two ounces of foam on top of a latte latte. okay so you have like normally they're pretty you want really smooth silky milk when you're steaming it and it's again if you're doing a latte it's pretty easy to do say like latte art because you're steaming the milk just right for that yeah cappuccinos are just like a latte only they have a lot more foam Mm -hmm. on them so if you like lots of foam you can order a cappuccino versus if you just like a normal amount of foam maybe order a latte but that's pretty much the difference the only (laughs)
1: difference is just how much yep basically Uh, some places
0: if you go to like uh some coffee shops their latte is a certain size and then like their cappuccino is a, a much smaller drink yeah um But for us, and for a lot of places, you can order any size for a latte or a cappuccino. So if you want 8-ounce or, you know, 10-ounce or 12-ounce. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Because I I believe, is it... Oh, it's a macchiato, I think. That is Traditional macchiato is like... A 4-ounce drink.
0: Yeah, it's very small. 2-ounce
1: espresso shot. We get some
0: people asking for that, um, but it's crazy because... Starbucks has influenced the coffee market, world yeah, so yeah. much. So people just order Starbucks drinks and you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> or here's the best. So people order, um, can I get a wet cappuccino, which is a latte.
1: Yeah, because wet just means they the want more, more, no, more liquid. They don't want as much
0: foam. Correct. And so <laughs> the other day someone came up and they're like, um, can I get a wet cappuccino and could you just add some cold milk to the top of it so it's not very hot and i was like oh my god i don't know who made your coffee but like <laughs> maybe next time i didn't say this i just said yeah absolutely and i made it for him but pretty much he <laughs> could have just ordered a latte and maybe someone was like burning his milk or something where last place you oh, went
1: you go to but other places yeah they yeah you can get some time. pretty
0: gnarly coffee around and about depending on where you're going but yeah yeah it's <laughs> funny
1: um, well, that's cool to know, you know, listeners, if you ever wonder what a latte and a cappuccino is, Most, what, I, what I've what i noticed is I like cappuccinos more because I get more of the espresso flavor because there's not as much milk influence.
0: Well, yeah, and, I think you just maybe want a smaller drink then. So maybe if you ordered an 8-ounce or a 10-ounce latte, you'd enjoy no, it more. But I, no,
1: I, I do like significant less amount of milk. Yeah, you like so, more foam. Correct. So you I you want like, them to
0: stretch the milk further.
1: Well, and I also feel like... When the foam hits the espresso, like it's when I take light, the first sip, fluffy. then the foam gets a little espresso-y, and so it, it makes this really delicious flavor. It's like so. texture. Yeah, it's great. So, um, do you serve any alternative caffeine options besides coffee? Uh,
0: matcha. matcha. Matcha gives you quite a bit of energy. I can what attest to that. Matcha is like uh, a type of green tea. It's pretty much like the powdered form of green tea. It's like very concentrated. So uh uh-huh. It's, it does give you a lot of energy, like coffee will. It gives you a very, like, yeah, it probably won't make you jittery, though, which is great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, matcha's pretty common, I think. We just use straight-up matcha powder, and we make, like, a, a latte with it or whatever the person wants. Um, how
1: do you make a latte with it?
0: How do you make a latte with yeah, it? Yeah,
1: the matcha powder. What do you do? Do you just you, stick like, it in whisk the espresso it. machine? You have a
0: matcha whisk, and you whisk it. With some hot water, and then you steam milk, and that's how you would make a matcha latte. Is it
1: a sweet or a bitter taste?
0: Neither. It's just, it tastes like matcha. I really like the way matcha tastes, but most people, I, I encourage them to sweeten it with vanilla or honey or something, because uh-huh. most people want it a little bit sweet, um, so yeah.
1: Gotcha. How popular is matcha?
0: Uh, not as popular as coffee, but it's pretty popular. Yeah. Another thing we serve is guayusa, which is... It's not... Oh, I forgot what country it comes from. I did not come prepared for this. But Guayusa, it's kind of like green tea. It gives you a lot of energy, but it has a much sweeter undertone. Sometimes if you drink ice green tea, it's very, like, harsh and bitter almost. Yeah,
1: totally.
0: A Guayusa is a very sweet undertone. I forgot what country it comes from, but they, like, drink like it there Guayana. like water. But it's called Guayusa, and it's really good for you. And we offer that um, both as iced and as, like... Can add flavor to it and make it make it fun if you want that. But that's another um, thing people do to get the energy they're looking for.
1: Nice. Um, what other? What about milk alternatives? What ones do you have? Any? What ones do you use?
0: Um, we use. You have to offer soy because <laughs> most people want you. What?
1: I just want you to talk into the mic. You're looking towards me while you talk. Sorry.
0: Um, You pretty much have to offer soy because people expect it. Um, We also have almond, coconut. We make a fresh house-made sunflower seed milk, which is really good. No one else does that, so that's pretty unique to us. Um, We make it pretty much fresh every two days, I would say. Um, And then people a lot of times ask for hemp milk. Um, And then another one that's super popular is oat milk, we're trying to get that we might get it just because people want it so bad Uh, i've looked into making it ourselves oat milk is pretty tricky to make because if you do it wrong the consistency is going to be super gooey like oatmeal so
1: we're
0: either going to get it or make it ourselves we'll see
1: nice what's your favorite alternative milk or blender
0: um if it's good almond milk i love almond milk like new barn is an organic they make an organic almond milk barista it's very clean ingredients and their almond milk tastes so good it's so fresh so i love that but i love our house made sunflower seed milk it's really good it really goes with coffee very well and sometimes i like to blend that with the new barn almond milk and that's like really good together they kind of balance each other out just right but i know a lot of people like oat milk so that's another popular one
1: have you ever tried a milk alternative and not liked it?
0: Uh, yes, definitely. Any? Some pretty nasty almond milk uh, oh, so <laughs> out some there that hands. can make the... Co- I think, yeah, it's just gross. Like, it does not taste good. Um, there's some... Yeah. it's pretty bad milk alternatives out there, I would say. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of coconut in my coffee, like coconut milk. But we do... Other people love it. Like, a lot of people will order coconut milk.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely a, a favorite. Just the sweetness that comes with the coconut milk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you mentioned it was hard to find organic alternatives. Yep. How long did you have to search to find something?
0: Um, I'm always on my keeping my eye out for something better, but you have to look quite a while. It's crazy when you think about you think about a brand that would offer maybe a organic clean milk alternative, and most peop- like most brands don't. Yeah. You know, they might have a lot of organic milks in their line, but their barista, um, the the barista milk they offer is not like very clean. It's not organic, so it's actually very difficult.
1: <laughs> what do you mean by barista milk? You keep mentioning that.
0: Normally, most people that make milk alternatives, um, they offer a barista milk, which is generally just it goes better with coffee. It steams a lot better. So yeah. So when it's
1: put under high high heat, it doesn't like curdle just, or. It, do things like no,
0: that No, not that Not that any of them will curdle um, No, it's just like Has a much better creamy consistency So when it, you actually make a latte with it It just has better flavor Gotcha But no, I don't think it's going to curdle <laughs> Yeah,
1: I don't know what's your, uh, what's, What is your favorite drink of choice right now That you tend to get?
0: Um, I have a lot of drinks I like But, yeah I like either like a really small Americano, so I like my coffee really strong with maybe a little bit of heavy cream in it, or I like bulletproof sometimes.
1: What's a bulletproof?
0: A bulletproof, uh, most people know what bulletproof coffee is, I feel like, but we, that's another really popular thing that actually is crazy how popular it is. Bulletproof coffee is pretty much coffee blended with grass-fed butter and... Um, like brain octane oil and we put a little bit of cinnamon in ours to give it an extra little punch yeah. extra flavor I think the cinnamon goes really good in it and you just take hot freshly brewed coffee and you blend it and it's creamy kind of like a latte but yeah. most people are familiar with it I think it's been pretty popular for several years
1: nice Um. so now we're going to move on to your role in the coffee stand um, and what is your official position at the
0: coffee stand, mm, keep the doors open. Make <laughs> make the wheels keep turning every day. Pretty much, I feel like I'm pretty much the person who makes it continue to go every single day. Yeah, but <laughs>
1: so are you like a um, manager? Like, what's your official position? We kind
0: of oversee everything, make sure it all happens. I do, yeah, kind of manage everything at the t- at this current time. Um, I'd say you're the other half. You are the person who pays the bills, does the books, pay, writes the paychecks, tries to keep us from going broke. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd say without you and me, that the coffee shop would not exist. <laughs>
1: Do you find it easy or difficult to be a manager there?
0: Um, it's a pretty small business, so I've definitely had harder jobs. But yeah.
1: What's like the s- scheduling like?
0: Uh- Scheduling.
1: Yeah, how scheduling is it?
0: Uh, just like about any other place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much starting up when you're opening a new business. You go. You have to work so hard because you have to figure out everything from scratch. So, um, I've definitely gone through phases where I've worked like crazy hours trying, and I've done a lot of work. Um, hopefully, as you go along, though, if you're starting a new business. As you go, your job as like a manager gets much easier because you have systems put up in place. So, um, you it definitely goes through phases. Where I think if you're managing a business, you're gonna go through times where you have to work incredibly hard, and then times where it's gonna be a lot easier because the systems you put in place are working. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Nice. Is there anything that you feel like sets you apart from other coffee drive-throughs? Uh,
0: yes. I think that's pretty explanatory um most coffee drive-thrus i don't not think serve very good coffee they pretty much (laughs) yeah like i wouldn't go to most coffee drive-thrus i think the coffee's pretty not they don't put a lot of attention into the coffee itself um normally they use kind of just like the cheapest ingredients in order to turn over the biggest profit which makes sense um but our coffee drive-thru is you might get more of a sit-down coffee experience where like our We put a lot of emphasis into the quality of the coffee you're getting. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a lot of awesome other things you can order, like organic smoothies, um, milk. We have organic milkshakes. You can order bagels, toasted. You can order pastries. You can... Yeah, um, yeah. so we're very different from most coffee drive-thrus, for sure.
1: Uh, Were you able to find organic syrups as well?
0: Yep, we found great organic syrups. Um, They're actually made in Portland, so pretty local. But it's called Joe's Syrups, and he does a lot of flavors. And they're organic, and they're delicious. So, yeah. Nice.
1: Um, now, you, you offer the highest quality coffee, in essence, um, by offering organic beans, milk, syrups. How much more expensive is that, do you think, than your competitors to be offering that?
0: Um, you definitely have to. It's tough because you can't really charge a whole lot more than, I mean, you can hopefully people appreciate what you're offering, but you still, like for us, I think we charge pretty similar to what everyone else's charges. So, I mean, it is hard. Like, again, if you're going to do it, you can't be faint of heart. You have to be passionate about what you're doing
1: mm-hmm. and
0: believe, like for me, it's the only way I would really care to try to start a coffee business would be to do it the way that I, I really believe it should be done. So, yeah, again, it has to, no one's going to go start I mean, you could, if, you, if you're smart, you actually could start an all-organic coffee shop, because you can see that that's really direction people, it's what people want, and yeah. you can charge whatever you want, um, so that you're making, hopefully, a good profit, and you're not, uh, struggling in that area, but money. I guess, yeah, most people, though, they're not gonna do it unless they're, they really are passionate about it, because it is, can be harder, um, just sourcing product and everything.
1: So. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you, the next question was, do you feel like you offer a competitive price?
0: Uh, yes, I do.
1: Even with the higher cost for your, your coffee?
0: Uh, yeah, and it's tough because we have to build in sales tax to our prices on top of that. So if you actually took that away, you would realize we're pretty similarly priced as most coffee shops in the area. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think we're very similarly priced.
1: Would you consider yourself in the same category as like a Dutch Bros or a Starbucks?
0: Drive-thrus. Uh, or we offer drive throughs so we're pretty f- efficient. You can text in your order, um, but no, we're not uh, we're not the same at all. Um, if somebody like a really popular Starbucks drink is a caramel macchiato, if you come through and order that, we know what to make for you. So it's going to taste like a caramel macchiato, but we're not like Starbucks, we're not like dutch bros at all like i don't even think dutch bros is a real cop like they don't really they it's started out sugar. with coffee but it's all
1: syrup and sugar they're all about they selling
0: their, their rebel energy drinks like i don't they're a drive-thru i wouldn't really call them a coffee drive-thru any, i mean yeah it's all debatable but they're they're really obviously featuring other products they're in their drive-thru and trying to really profit off of those i feel like yeah they just happen to offer coffee <laughs> do you
1: have any sort of energy drink option
0: well we do because it's what people want so we have an organic guru energy drink that we can serve over ice with an organic fruit flavor of your choice so if you want the energy drink experience we do have that um again the guayusa tea people get that with flavor and sparkling water and that's kind of similar yeah so yeah
1: what um so obviously you mentioned that people
0: come through and they want red bull and we don't do that so yeah (laughs) sorry that's good yeah
1: um, uh, what do you think sets you apart from those drive throughs I know you mentioned that Dutch Bros is really probably uh, probably everything
0: on. I just said for the last 20 minutes sets us apart. Nice. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> That's good. That was very informative. That was very for informative. For our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to say something like, you feel like Starbucks shares... Oh, the other thing that sets us apart... Well, yeah, burns every, their milk I and just, everything?
0: Everything okay. I just said. Um... The other thing that sets us apart is we have a positive message on every cup. There it is. It's unique, and we write the person's name on the cup. But I think most people write the person's name, right?
1: Yeah, if they spell it correctly. Except for Dutch Bros. We have a fun, positive
0: Mm -hmm. message. It's either make you laugh or pick you up. Anyway. Uplift you. We order new stamps pretty often, so we hopefully have a new saying every once in a while. So we kind of rotate those.
1: Yep. Final question for you, basically. Do you want to take your business nationwide, maybe even global, and do you want to make organic drive-throughs the new standard?
0: Well, that would be awesome, but there's a lot of moving parts to make that happen. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about you?
1: I think it'd be great. Yeah. I think that. It's, where you it's definitely a lot of hit, work? <laughs> yes, Just getting obviously one going correct. and trying
0: not trying to break even and trying to eventually turn it into something that. Creates profit, but yeah,
1: but I think that the way that things are shifting towards organic, we've seen in the last decade, even, and how people have definitely come to see that organic is the new kind of way to eat and drink and be healthy.
0: Well, I think people are definitely realizing that without their health, they don't have anything, and the quality of life is important, and your health plays a big role into that. I mean, people have so many, like, digestive issues and all kinds of things, and so I think a lot of people are uh, wanting, uh, you know, to be healthy, and that's important to them, so...
1: Yeah, I agree, so I think that, I mean, I think it'd be fun. I really do think it'd be beneficial for people as well to have another option besides just sugar and milk yep. and a little bit of coffee, Yeah. so... Well, that's it for me. So thank you for your time and your your insight into what a barista's life is like and how our coffee is impacted and influenced and made that we love to drink.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to share what little knowledge I have. Um, <laughs> like I said, it's weird to like... Because you, you work coffee all day long every single day and so... Sometimes when it comes down to like recording a podcast, it's like the last thing you want to talk about because you're like, oh, I deal with this every single day. I don't want to talk about a po- coffee yeah. for an hour, but I do appreciate us. Hopefully people like listening to this, but yeah, <laughs> for me, it's boring because it's what I deal with every single yeah. day. But I get from it. Maybe other people, it's not boring, but we'll see. <laughs>
1: but it is espresso thoughts, So we need to throw a little, little coffee in hopefully, there. Hopefully. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe there'll be a, a different interview. About other things later, maybe about like cooking or cleaning or.
0: What's your favorite coffee drink, Mr. Steinberg?
1: Man, my favorite coffee drink. I've been doing a lot of decaf cappuccinos and those matcha lattes you were talking about with some vanilla. Vanilla syrup is very good. Because, yeah, to me, it does seem like it's a little lacking on the sweet side. So, just a little bit of vanilla syrup in the matcha. I actually do a matcha cappuccino, because I love you the He wants lots of
0: foam in his milk. <laughs> I
1: do. I do like it. I'm not a big dairy fan, if I can dodge it. But, yeah, that's what I'm enjoying these days. So
0: Nice. Um, have you always been a coffee drinker? You when know, did you start drinking coffee? I started drinking
1: coffee when I was a junior in high school, and I went to Dutch Bros. And, once again, when I went to Dutch Bros, it didn't taste like coffee. So I thought, hey, I'm drinking coffee, and it tastes good, but... Looking back, I wasn't really drinking actual coffee. I was just basically, it was just a bunch of sugar and yeah. maybe a little bit of coffee in it. And to me, that's too bad because they're trying to basically get, in my opinion, it's a way to kind of get kids addicted to what they think is coffee, but mm-hmm. it's really just sugar. And yeah, it's just, it's going to reflect in future generations of, I got a feeling that higher diabetes rate going to be coming out because once again, you're just... You're not drinking coffee. You know, coffee is supposed to be this nice. Yeah, getting sugar out of our diet
0: in general is really important.
1: Yeah, and coffee is supposed to be, hey, I need something to kind of give me a little bit of energy or pick me up. You know, and it's, all it is is it's coffee beans and milk. That's a latte. That's a cappuccino. You know, there's no sugar pumps in there. You just, that's it. So, but yeah, that's, that's where I got started. And then when I went off to college, I mean, I drank black coffee with some creamer. Yeah, and then creamer was expensive, so I just started drinking black coffee. And then, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, yeah.
0: Let's see. Um, well, I actually like black coffee, but um, I my parents drank coffee once in a while. They never made it at home. They're they're a little bit more like health conscious. They were into eating pretty healthy, and like sometimes my parents would get coffee if they were out, but they wouldn't like make it at home every single morning. Yeah. Um, but I remember ever since I was younger, I liked the flavor of coffee, like, just straight up coffee. I Uh always thought it smelled, well, some coffee actually smells horrible, like, ugh, but normally if it was a good cup of coffee, like, I always thought it smelled good, I like the taste of coffee, I've always liked the taste of coffee, and so when I was a little bit older, like, in high school, I would order, like, normally, if I was out, I'd order, like, an almond milk latte, a small one, because I really like the strong coffee flavor, um, But then I got really into making bulletproof coffee, and it'd add, like, the collagen and everything, and I loved that, so.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember my dad, he used to always have coffee in the morning, so he'd always have the coffee pot. And I never thought I was a coffee snob, even though I drank quite a bit of coffee. And after college, I would study for my CPA at a coffee shop, and I'd drink a bunch of lattes, cappuccinos, chais. never thought I was a coffee snob until I went and drank some of his black coffee, which was Folger's and that is some disgusting stuff
0: <laughs> yeah i used to
1: drink that growing up and that was fine but man going and drinking it now it is it is not good for the palate that is for sure mm-hmm,
0: that's funny i also love french press I think oh yeah it's so good rich what is flavor a french press? i think most people know what a french press I is. Know, but just in case we <laughs> have those presses two like, yeah. listeners i think a lot of people do a french press it's pretty common yeah it's definitely my favorite way to drink black coffee because it gives you a really rich, bold flavor.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nice and strong. Let it sit there for five minutes and then pour it out.
0: Cool. Well, um, this, thanks for listening to this episode as we talk about our life as coffee shop people and owners and baristas. So hopefully yeah. this was informative.
1: This was episode nine. Next week, we're going to hit double digits.
0: All right. Sounds good. Well, anything else?
1: I think that's it for me. All right.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you soon with another episode of Espresso Thoughts.
1: All right. Bye.
0: Bye.